Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. The coaching teeter-totter. What is the coaching teeter-totter? Now, when you think as a kid, a teeter-totter was fun, right? Because you went up, you went down, you did it with a friend. And when you think about coaching, it's really between two people. Now, the teeter-totter represents a lot of things, and I often think about it in the concept of work-life balance. You know, anytime somebody says to me, well, I'm really trying to achieve work-life balance, I said, well, what does that exactly look like? Do you know, I've never had anyone answer that question. Here's what's funny about it. There's never a perfect balance, right? Because change happens, situations occur, people in our lives come and go. And so when you think about the coaching teeter-totter, There are two things really at play. I'm the boss. I'm coaching somebody. I have expectations. There are job expectations. So when you think about the teeter-totter, you know, the job has requirements. Now, here's the thing that creates the other part of the teeter-totter, the other side. The employee who's doing that job, the person I'm managing or coaching, they have their own aspirations. So I think one of the the best examples of a teeter-totter, and I've told this story so many times, is a friend of mine who's a graphic designer. She worked, it does work for an agency, and she does graphic design for her clients. Now, if you were to meet her, she's an introvert. She's uh, fun, but it takes a lot for her to socialize. So the thought of sitting in team meetings or collaborating with others is just not her thing. So the company got wind that or thought that that this person, my friend, was thinking about leaving the company and they really valued her. So this is all really good stuff. This is where the teeter-totter got out of whack. So they came to her and said, we'd like to make you the manager. You know, they're going to give her a promotion. Now, my friend, who is the highest billable graphic designer on the team, was shocked by this. She came to me and she said, I got to find a new job. And I said, why do you have to find a new job? And she tells me, I said, wait, 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 wait a minute. This is not a bad thing. This is a good thing. They value you. She said, I do not want to manage people. Here's the funny thing. Her motivator was already being experienced. She was intrinsically motivated. And so her motivation was creativity. Thinking on her own, reflecting, coming up with new designs. She was unbelievably and still is very passionate about that. People management was not even on her top 10 list. So the company, while making a really nice gesture with great intentions, clearly demonstrated they did not understand my friend's motive. So the teeter-totter was out of whack. So what the company did is they pushed down And all of a sudden, this other side of the teeter-totter where my friend sat went all the way to the bottom. She was demoralized. Now, through some good conversation, I I helped re-energize her for the fact that 
this was not a bad thing. Their intentions were very, very good. So the coaching teeter-totter is, what do I need to expect as a leader? And how do I also create a joint effort, a joint value, an equal effort, if you will, for what the employee wants? So again, when you think about managing people, we have to manage people. We have to drive people. We have to get them to perform in their specific jobs. Yet those people often will do what? Have different motives. I often think about, you know, motivation as what does somebody want to do? What Can they describe their next step? Very few people can until they're prompted. Now, in the last week since doing this podcast episode, I have led some sessions on career-based coaching, on whiteboard coaching, goal-based coaching, which are two methods that we help people uncover their motivators. And we did it with large groups of employees at three different companies. And we got really nice reviews from employees saying, wow, I'm doing a lot more than I thought. And what it did is it actualized that, you know what, they're doing a lot. And they felt more motivated, never even met the people. I did it virtually. So the teeter-totter is, what do I expect and what do they want? It will never, ever come to a line like the equator. It will never come to a horizontal line on the teeter-totter and stop where it is perfectly balanced. Because often what happens when people take a job, years later, they get bored. They're doing the same thing over and over, and they may want something different. They may not know how to ask. They may not even know what that next step is. See, we have a responsibility as coaches to do what? To help them uncover their next step, to help them uncover their motivator. And then when you tie it into their present job, that's where the magic occurs. Let me demonstrate. So let's say I'm coaching Bob, and Bob, and I'll make it easy, wants to become a future leader. He's getting bored. He's been doing the same job for years. And he you know, tends to walk into the office almost begrudgingly, slower paced. And I sit down with Bob, and I say, Bob, I want you to think about something. You expressed to me that you want to go into management. You're looking for a change. And I think about you right now and what you need to do to show somebody on the executive team, for example, that this guy's ready for a change. A, what do you think you're showing now? And B, what do you think you need to to show? I actually just had this same conversation. His name wasn't Bob. And the person goes, yeah, I, I know I don't look very energetic lately. They immediately knew. See, here's the funny thing about people. They know. And he goes, yeah, I know. I've been kind of lackluster. And I said, well, think about what you want and think about what you're currently doing right now and not but and how that might serve you well when I go to the executive team and I want to fight for you. So what do you think that needs to show or reveal to them? He immediately says, higher energy, walking with purpose, being energetic, being helpful to my teammates. And I said, you know what's really funny? That is your history. Yet don't let history get undermined by your recent history. And he said, oh, wow. I said, I get it. You got a little bit of, you know, a little bit of uh, pep out of your step. I get it. People don't remember history as well as what they remember what you've done for them lately. So thinking about that, what are the three things you need to do to really elevate your game? 
within the next two, three weeks, people are like, wow, what's, what's happened to Bob? <laughs> Bob's in a great mood. Bob's mood never changed. Bob just got a little lackluster with his job. His teeter-totter was out of whack. His boss was really getting frustrated with him. His boss never had the conversation about his motivator. So remember, the teeter-totter never comes to a perfect balance. So leaders, it's what we expect from the job, yet we also have a responsibility of helping them uncover their motivator to get where they want to go. That's the coaching teeter-totter. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to you where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called coach to you. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.